Hi, folks. Welcome to Friday Prayers. If Friday means anything to you anymore, I'm not sure it does. <clears throat> Welcome to Friday Prayers again, if Friday means anything to you. I'm going to pause just for a moment to let folks join us. And I would invite you, as always, to leave your name in the comment section, the chat function there, that we might know who we're praying with and rejoice in your presence here with us today. And also, as always, I would invite you to leave any prayer concerns that you have or joys that you might want to mention that we can pray them all together. Now, today I am going to be praying using the 23rd Psalm as a uh, as a base. Lee, I'm so glad to see you here with us this afternoon. Uh, we're going to be using the 23rd Psalm as our base. You can see here, I was in need of a little bit of extra focus this afternoon uh, to help me really concentrate on, on the prayers and what I was doing. And so if you have the time or the space, I would also invite you to light a candle that it might help focus your time of prayer uh, this afternoon. So again, using the 23rd Psalm, I would invite you to Put yourself into a space and spirit of prayer, whatever that looks like for you, whatever way you can best sink into the reality and presence of God and fellowship, and let us be together now in prayer. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. God, you are our protector, the one who makes sense of all of our messes, even this one, who makes sure that we have enough, who reminds us that we are enough just as we are, and who comes to find us when we wander too far off. So come to find us now, because we feel as if we are wandering, God, out here on our own. Each in our individual little areas, we feel like we are that lost sheep. And we need you to collect us back together, God, to remind us not only of your presence, but of one another's presence. You make us lie down in green pastures, and we know that we are being forced to wait here, God, to hold ourselves back, even as the spring swirls around us outside, even as the snow walls come and go, we are being asked to wait, to still, to slow. Many of us inside our four walls with a roof over our head. So remind us that this is a gift too. Right here, this moment, with food in the fridge for the next meal, Remind us to take each moment as it comes to us to see the green pasture and not look beyond. For we know you lead us beside still waters and restore our soul. The waters really, they are still right now, God. The roads, they're empty. The markets are bare and it is eerie, God. So help us transform this into a time of soul restoration. Not just our own souls, but our 
communal, our civic, our national soul as well. May this be a time of restoration. For we know it tells us that you lead us in right paths for your name's sake, but what are those paths? We don't know what we are doing. We don't know where we are going or how to do this, right? We've never done this before. So guide our actions that they might be your actions. We want to do your will to go down your paths, to let our lives be turned over to your goodness. But what is being revealed is a system of structural sin, structural sin that is soul breaking. So bring us back, help us take responsibility for what is ours and let go of what is not ours. Help us find the way forward alone and together. For we are walking through the darkest valley and we shall fear no evil. We shall fear no evil. We are in a dark valley, God, but we are trusting like the psalmist that we do not need to fear. We don't need to. But we are tempted. We are tempted to fear for the workers, the ones who cannot go to work. The ones who make 10,000 calls a day that the Department of Labor receives. We are tempted to feel in our own bones the panic and the anxiety and the fear behind each and every one of those calls. It is inside of us, God. We fear for the workers, the ones who can't not go to work, the pharmacists, utility workers, grocery store clerks, doctors, scientists, nurses. God, we are afraid. We are afraid for our children and what this time might be doing to them. We fear for ourselves walking through the literal valley, for our loved ones who are sick or compromised. We are disinfecting our groceries, God, scrubbing our hands like Lady Macbeth, but what we need is you. The reassurance, as the psalmist says, that you are with me. That even though we are walking in this darkest valley, we need not fear, for you are with us. Your rod and your staff, they will comfort us. Your paths, the prayers, the lifetime of faith that we have had up until now, we are calling on that now, God. Drawing on that strength to remind us that you never leave us alone that you do not promise to be a knight in shining armor, but the one who walks with us in our night to steer us as we walk these narrow, rocky valley of darkness paths. So do so now, God, particularly walk with our leaders, God. May your rod and your staff, the way of right, the way of goodness, walk with our leaders, God, may it lead them because we know they can't do it alone. No one can, but they really could use some guidance. Because what we want to emerge from this is something new and something better, a world where we continue to recognize the vulnerable and the ways in which we are all intertwined. You have prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Indeed, you have prepared a banquet for us in this time. Even in this darkest time, we know you are here because we can see you using this time to remind us how to be human again. To remind us how to connect again. 
to remind us how to value the little things in life again and how little in life we actually need, how to value the people around us, even the ones we might not normally see. Clearly, you have laid out a feast for us each and every day, and this day you have asked us to slow down and see it. You have laid out a feast for us, and each day we rise with breath in our lungs. May it feel as if you have anointed our heads with oil and our cup overflows. For the breath in our lungs. as ragged as it might be from illness or from tears. May we be anointed in your love. May we recognize your presence in the goodness we see emerging around us. The notes on our mailboxes from our neighbors checking in, the selflessness we see daily in the news, and our social media feeds, the connections we are forging, the breathtaking rise of new life in spring and in our life together. God, it is good, and it is a reminder that you are good. So surely goodness and mercy will follow us, God. Help all our actions be life-giving. In your name all the days of our life and not just this one. For we shall dwell in your house, the house of the Lord, our whole life long. May we recognize that it is already so. May it be so. We pray, God, for those infants, youth, middles, and elders who are facing major surgery now, even in the midst of this crisis. We pray for all who are ill, that they might know your comfort, that they might know the care they receive is a banquet, a feast of your love and ours. Amen. Friends, thank you for joining me today in prayer. Again, whenever you watch this, I hope you leave your comments in the comment section that we might pray with you throughout the day and God be with you until we meet again.